Welcome to the Western Sports Football Club podcast. We did have a week off last week, so we've got a double helping of games to dissect for you today. We're entering the final month of the season and there's still a lot to be played for. It's Thursday the 4th of April and with me tonight, Henry Lawrence Napier and Anne Heron. Uh, and we've got well, two first team games and a reserve team games to discuss. So we'll start with the oldest one, which was a week ago last Saturday, uh, the end of March, oh no, the 23rd of March. We played a cup semi-final against Blanford and we played Blanford twice in the four or five weeks beforehand and had two very difficult games. Yeah, they were extremely difficult, them games. Um, was it by one goal, both games we won? The first one was 2-1, the 4-2, the second one, we were like 2-5 uh, to go. Oh, yeah. But yeah, no, they were very difficult games, so yeah, we were expecting a real battle. Um, and even from the last game, the last league game, there was a big turnout then of um, spectators, so we expected more to come and there was more there. And despite that, we, we got there and obviously it's, you know, the, the big crowd do turn up, uh, just as you expect, really, for a cup semi-final. Um, but we, we started really strongly. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it kind of spurred us on or or what, but I don't know. Sort of came out of the blocks firing, didn't we? Created a f- few chances in the first ten minutes, and I don't know. Yeah, the, the pitch really held up, wasn't it? It's actually quite nice. Yeah, um, the pitch was alright. Yeah. Yeah. So we we literally from from the kickoff got the ball down and caused them a few problems, particularly wide, didn't we? We we'd probably a bit too quick for yeah, their fullbacks. Callum, yeah. So yeah, good. Yeah. So we started strong and we sort of had sort of dev- several what you call dangerous attacks, I guess, without really quite finding the chance or the thing. We had some corners and after about 20 minutes of this, I guess we're starting to think, oh, it's not going to be one of those days, is it? Well, yeah, hope, yeah, we always hope that, you know, we get that early goal. We didn't get it, you know, as early as we wanted maybe and we should have. Um, but yeah, no, it did come eventually from Callum down the left, um, beat his man. Ah, but either way, he does it both sides. <laughs> um, beat his man like he normally does, and yeah, I think it was a quick release into the box, and Payne finished it. Finished it well, slight set, deflection, but going in anyway, or big deflection, I think. Payne, I think the keeper. I was sort of just to the side of it. I think the keeper might have got to it. Um, but yeah, it's still Payne's goal. Won't give it quite as an own goal. Yep. So one nil up after 20 minutes was pretty good, and and we kept pushing, and not not long after it was two and. Henry, you, you better talk us through this one. I'd probably say goal of the game, to be honest with this one. Um, yeah, we've won a free kick out wide, um, and Callum Thompson, he's putting a really good ball to the front post. Um, and then a big towering header has come over from Henry Lawrence Napier. Um, I've beat the keeper to it. I'm expecting a whack from the keeper, um, but he never came through me, and yeah, I've nodded it past him. It's gone into, I think, posted in, I think, as well. Um, is it? Can it be goal of the game, man? If it comes in, goes in off your ear. <laughs> we we'll talk about. Or are, goal. We, or are we? Or are we? Um, or are we putting so much credit on Callum's cross, landing it straight on Henry's side of Henry's head? No, actually, to be honest, it, was, it was a good ball. But I think ball. I think the, the credit actually should go to Hen because he, he towered above like the keeper and the defender, and, and it was a good header. So yeah. No, he, certainly the run getting in front of them was, was yeah. probably the key thing, wasn't it? So, Thanks, so Bill. Really Thank good, really good run, Henry, and a good delivery, Callum. Well done, well done, both. Um, so at that point we're two the up and you're sort of thinking well we're halfway through the half we're playing really well we can you know we can if we push on here we can we can see this game out by half time possibly but I don't know what was it literally within two or three minutes we sort of fall asleep and they're back in the game yeah 
Um, was it no, they scored from a free kick, wasn't they? Yeah. yeah, free kicks come in. For some reason, we just weren't set up at all at the back. Um, I'm not sure because we've just been on the break or whatever. We've been arguing about free kick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that does sound more likely. Um, so balls come in. Doesn't look too dangerous until um, Adam Barrett is sort of caught in a bit of no man's land, I say, and he's trying to head it clear but he hasn't quite jumped high enough and it's gone on top of his head um, and it's sort of looped into the box and they're centre forward I think it was yeah. too fair it's a really good header, it's a good header. Um, and he's headed it back sort of across goal a little bit over Sam Watts into the top corner and yeah I mean a good header but it's still really frustrating to concede straight away after we just scored so we sort of dominated first 25-30 minutes whatever it was and all of a sudden it's 2-1 and they're back in the game it's a bit of a shock to the system yeah, because they didn't really. That, that's probably their first chance, really, the r- real chance. And it's just like you then start to think because when they scored, it's a big roar. Actually, you actually yeah. realise how many people were there. <laughs> so you're like, all oh, right, they're, they're back into this now. But they just after that, we just didn't allow them to play, really, did we? And it, that that was sort of they may have had a couple flurries towards the end of the first half, but. Yeah, it, it just had that feeling of, right, we can't make another mistake or else it's going to end up in the back of the net type thing. So, um, But we saw out the first half, got a half-time at 2-1. Um, obviously, started to get out there and start quick again. And to be fair to us, I think we started the second half just like we started the first half, but it was a big difference this time because two minutes in, we're on the score sheet. Yeah, yeah, it was literally two minutes. Um, we were straight out and straight on their throats, which is what we're good at, you know. And we don't think we just sort of go get the ball <laughs> get it in the box and <laughs> um, again I think it was the Callum and Painter sort of link up Callum beating his man again get it in the box and I think Painter would have been the only man on the pitch that could have made it to that ball because he, he was stretching for it so anybody else would have been nowhere near the ball um, but yeah he's probably in 3-1 um, and then yeah two yeah two minutes later and we scored again yeah, so. uh, Luca with a nice touch in, the, uh, in that first the third goal for us there and he just come on just before half time and he was an injury for Nick so that was good for him as well and yes like you say Henry we, within two minutes later again we're 4-1 up and that silenced the crowd yeah uh, that, that sort of killed it then didn't it and it was what was it just rolls reverse wasn't it Painter went down and crossed it in for uh, for uh, Callum um, and yeah and to be honest at that point it was it was, dead and, it was dead and buried, wasn't it? Yeah. There was a there was a shocked atmosphere both with the crowd and their team, I think, and even their management team. I think they sort of realised. You overheard them actually on on the side of the pit, like in the first half. I remember they were giving me stick, but honestly, they were right down my throat. But then towards the you know throughout the second half, you could just sort of hear them saying like, "Ah, oh, we're just just getting out." Um, we we did play really well that day, yeah. but I think they played completely different to how they did in the previous two games. Um, I think this this cup game they were just trying to, I don't they had a different striker in and they were trying to feed it to him all the time and instead of passing through the middle which I thought they were quite good at before um, but they didn't that was tactic and it didn't work for them they um, also they they messed around because they had the, the, the gingerhead lad he was, actually, he was quite a good centre mid wasn't he yeah. and they put him out to like left full back he was, he was, he, they pushed him back in defence mm. and they only seemed to have one midfielder really against yeah. us three yeah. well, that's what it felt like it obviously yeah. wasn't but yeah, I think one of the, their strengths was their midfield. And they didn't really turn out no, today. No. <laughs> and it was, uh, I mean, after that, there's a couple of other incidents just to talk about. But, um, I mean, for the rest of the game, really, we sort of 
not took the foot off the pedal. That's not quite true because we kept up at A level of performance, but we just played keep ball really, and we did it very, very well. Yeah, we passed it around a lot. Um, it is difficult when you're four one up to know what to do really. Mm. I mean, we can't go 100 miles per hour for the rest of the game, so we are content of just keeping the ball. Um, and like I was just saying, you know, they have many people in the midfield, so it's quite, you know easy to keep the ball and just pass it around between the midfield and the defence and get it wide when we can Okay so let's talk about there were a couple more things to talk about one um, there's a tremendous bit of skill from Callum in there uh, had the ball out on the left and well and try and talk us through it I, I do not know what he did <laughs> do you? I, it's... the defender got back and got it off the line in the end so yeah. I, don't, he made, I don't know it went, it was, his feet were going so quick and he was like people were falling over by him I, just, I, I don't know Honestly, I couldn't tell you what happened. What did he? Did he, he somehow, I mean, he went round at least two people. Meg somebody went back round a couple more people. Dropped the shoulder, sat two people down, and then somehow managed like a combination of a defender and the post stayed out. But I mean, I was down the left at this point. They're, they're spectators. I mean, the round of applause he got was uh, fairly phenomenal. Really, for an away team out there. I guess there were actually some people going, "Oh God, if only that had gone in, that'd have been the best goal I'd ever seen." It was just like, so. So, um, he's got that back. He's got like that. It's almost like that messy sort of thing about yeah. where the ball sticks his feet so yeah. so well, and like getting the ball off him. He's strong as well, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah, a strong, but yeah, he's yeah. not playing Saturday, unfortunately. <laughs> but there we go. Uh, so the other biggest incident in the game, and I guess we get a fifth goal just to um, put a bit of gloss on the on the scoreline. Uh, so well, and you scored this one, so you better tell us about it. This goal again. Okay. <laughs> uh, now. I uh, so, I don't know, I, I drove the ball, got to the edge of the box, and I actually tried to play Luca through, and I clipped it through, and he, he got, got the ball down, but then the, the defender cut his shot off, he held the ball up, poked it between us, and I sort of, more or less was a one-two. Yeah. And, um, it was a good pass from, it was a good pass yeah. from Luca to see you, yeah, you sort of carried on your run. Yeah, yeah, I thought he had a brilliant game actually, Luca. Yeah, and then, yeah, so what, he rolled out, I was about six yards out, I think, and just put it in the corner, and yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's nice, nice to get a goal, but um, it's a shame. We, I guess, the the only thing that annoyed us about the whole game was the fact that we conceded. Probably off the one real chance yeah. we conceded, but um, well, I think overall, probably one of our best performances of the season, oh, really. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Okay, so on the same weekend, the reserves played Bemster at Alvington. Uh, unfortunately, we've not been able to get any of them here tonight but there we go just as a quick rundown of their game uh, they had a very hard fought 1-0 away win at Bemster just before Christmas so they knew this was going to be a tough game uh, the Bemster striker which I think is an ex-Westerns player Dan Quirk was sort of started the game strong and causes all sorts of problems with his pace we had a couple of good chances with uh, Sam putting a good ball through to Charlie but his shot was over uh, and then sort of disaster strikes with Bemitzer taking the lead midway through the first half a ball lobbed over the top of the defence and a striker ran onto it and a very nice lob over Pippin goal to um, put them 1-0 up um, half time the management made a couple of changes bringing on Sweeter and Wolfie for a bit of experience and just sort of got back into the game keeping things a bit more simple and created chances although we didn't take them Eventually, an Aaron Sweet corner was headed home by Jamie Burt to make it one all. And it's 20 minutes to go to find a winner. Um, a pace at this point is starting to cause Bemmett to all sorts of problems. And eventually, Liam Stobbs managed to slot home. Uh, so, a good 2 1 victory come from behind there against an opposition who we know is always tough for us. So, uh, a very good win for the reserves there. 
So coming to the weekend that's just gone, uh, we played Shaftesbury um, at Alvington, and again, this is another side we've played within the last month or so, and we knew this was going to be another tough game because the last one was as well. Yeah, the midweek game was really tough for us. Um, I, don't, I think they had a, maybe one player from the first team that night. I think that was it. Um, but yeah, it's always tough to go places like this midweek. You know, the likes of Shaftesbury, Bridport, we've got coming up. Um, so yeah, we were expecting a real tough game. Obviously, I wasn't, I wasn't playing because I was ill. Um, but I did manage to make it down to the sidelines <laughs> and observe. <laughs> um, Terrible, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm glad I hadn't said it first, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the best game to help you recovery, put it that way. So, um, um, But again, we, we started reasonably well, Ant. We started, started quite strong with a lot of pressure, maybe again without creating too much. Yeah, I... We always cause pressure, especially when you've got like Callum, uh, Pena and Luca up front, because they've got such pace. pace yeah. It, it's, it frightens them. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Because it makes it like, we, uh, countless throw ins we won, or, or just times they kick it straight back to us. Um, so we started well, but it just, I don't know, I think it was just a general theme of the whole game. It just lacked quality, didn't it? In, in, not even in the final third. In, in Maybe a bit of intensity with it as well, and work, yeah. where we just were, felt like a bit half the yard off. Yeah. In and out of possession, yeah. but we did take the lead uh, eventually. Um, I get a ball from Josh to Callum, and he finished well. Um, I actually can't remember that guy. He just he literally just slipped him through, and Callum <laughs> just almost like it past yeah, yeah, yeah. But like as as calm as he is, and he don't yeah. he don't break the net, does he? He just caressed it <laughs> in the goal, and um, yeah, whatever he touches turns the goal at the minute. Callum, doesn't it? Well, all those cars, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then not too long later thankfully it was uh, 2-0 um, again this is Carney with a strike yeah Carney Carney had a shot didn't he um, good shot uh, keeper parried it shouldn't mm. I mean back out, I, back out into a bad area yeah it? yeah and paying an open goal wasn't it so yeah we kind of the rubber, rubber the green on that one but you know, he's got to be there to score it, and, and thankfully, so nice to go 2 0 up. And just like the last game, we were 2 0 up, but we managed to concede before half time, which is, is not ideal. Uh, when the second goal went in on the sideline, I actually sort of thought, I mean, you shouldn't say this, but I thought, ah, that should be it now, really, because the way that Shaftesbury had played, and I thought, I can't see them scoring anytime soon. Um, but he has his famous last words, I guess, and they, they go ahead and score. And it was just a, a just a cross the back post and a free header. Really, it was a bit basic. Yeah, rare from us, aren't we? Because we're, we're pretty good um, usually. From... That, but that's two weeks in a row the same exactly. goal. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but the, I, I guess the one against Blandford was like it was like a complete fluke how the ball got to the forward, right? Because nine times out of ten, Barrett's header would either skim off him for a corner, he'd clear it, but this just went all the way through and. Yeah, poor goal from us to concede, and I think I think it was a, an awful, a bad free kick we conceded again. I think it was like tired legs. It, do, do you know what I mean? It, it, it was all round a bit messy. That okay? So we got to half time with two and up again. Uh, hopefully, you know, try and recuperate at that point and um, get yourselves sorted again, and you know, maybe a few words of wisdom, and we can start the second half like last week. However, that wasn't really the case, and we started the second half a lot worse than we started the first. Yeah, poor team talk, wasn't it? <laughs> no, no, we just. To be fair, he 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 was telling us straight at, at half time, and I don't know. Again, we just sort of. I, I, I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was the heat. I, I don't know what it was, but we just were second. I can certainly speak for me. I, you know, second 
to balls we you know weren't switched on giving the ball away continuously it was just it was just generally sloppy and did it go to all yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so then Shasper I mean the way we started the second half it's no surprise at all which was Shasper equalising yeah it wasn't a surprise um, we didn't start we was the complete opposite to the Blanford game where we went straight at them this time we were sort of it was like we were happy at 2-1 just to let them sort of come <laughs> yeah. on to us a little bit and us try and keep the ball for a little bit um, but yeah they scored a minute two all and I probably said a few swear words on the sideline <laughs> might have been a few on the pitch as well but there was I mean the, the goal was odd it was just a free kick into the box and probably about three four players missed it I mean from both sides and yeah. it just sort of drifted in yeah well, yeah, went through everyone eventually hit someone I, I don't know attacking player us and then one of our own players scored in it. It was a Barrett own goal. Plumley. <laughs> I don't know. I thought he went straight in from the free kick. I, did, I, I just drifted. Yeah, I, just sloppy. and Yeah, I just... It's hard to say what, what was happening, really. I guess everyone had their man, but it just... It was just... Yeah, not, not good up. And then it could have been... Could have got worse for us, really, because uh, Shasti player goes clean through, but... You know, you know, for us, who's going to save the day? Big old Sam Watts. <laughs> yeah, we do rely on him quite a lot. Um, not to keep him on his toes, really, sometimes. It's not fair that we should all be out working hard and he gets a day off. So, <laughs> However, that thankfully did seem to wake up and um, we started to play a little bit better. And again, without, without kicking into fifth gear or anything, or maybe not even third gear, we do manage to take the lead again. And it's... Murph, who'd come on as sub, who gets this? Yeah, Murph was at it straight away when, yeah. it, when he came on. He, and he, he was warming up um, down the sideline. I gave him a little pep talk. Did it? Is that what it was? I said, This is your game. You should grab it. You know, was that in between yeah. coughs and sneezes? Yeah. Um, you know, this is your game to get hold of it and go score a goal. And he did. He did, to be fair. His hold up play and everything was good on it. And again, Callum whipped in a free kick. and I don't know, Murph, I can't remember if he had a little volley dip, but it I kind of it volleyed it in off it the, hit bar, the bar. But, and then someone did hit it in, but I think the line yeah, had already given it. Yeah, yeah, the line had already flagged for Murph. It was a, it's when it, I don't know about what you guys think, but when something crashes in off the underside of the bar, it's always one that looks good, no matter yeah. whether it's yeah. good or not. <laughs> it, looks, <laughs> it was four yards out. Oh, what a goal. <laughs> yeah. And um, Murph's nearly got another one, another Callum cross, one he couldn't quite get on the end of. Yeah, I get... Uh, um, was it just it would have been just ahead of Murph because Murph, Murph's pretty quick so I think yeah I think it's just one of those yeah slightly yeah yeah if the ball would have been a little bit better not not that yeah, not, yeah well not that Callum you know, but, but, but do you know what I mean it, is, it was one of them something bad about him yeah, yeah, yeah. rubbish ball okay and then at this point we think we're going to make we make it safe with we get on the score sheet again aren't you involved in this one it's the only thing I did all game well is it I think mate uh, yeah yeah uh, I can't remember I think uh, Scott Smith or Manley gave it to me pushed it the side of one one midfielder and then I just saw Callum running clean through so just bait him through and then he still had more to do took it on and just composed as ever slotted it thank God <laughs> so again with two goals up Henry you've got me thinking it's, it's definitely game over this time isn't it oh yeah definitely yeah two goals up you know we never concede you know, more than two goals, definitely not. <laughs> However, Shaftesbury obviously didn't know that <laughs> and pulled one back. Yeah, I forgot to tell Shaftesbury that, that, you know, we never can see more than two goals. Um, no, not that we never can see more than two goals, but, you know, we've kept a fair amount of clean sheets this year. Um, and goal, games we have conceded more than two or three goals, you end up losing. But obviously, luckily, we scored four goals beforehand. 
Uh, but it was a, I mean, I guess the goal came from some sort of a bit of a hopeful ball up, but it was a very good finish nonetheless. Yeah, it's a good finish. I, mean, we'd be, I think we were disappointed that we, there's like hesitation, wasn't there? Yeah, I can't remember, I, I, I don't know if someone called for it, but both left it and... And yeah, just uncharacteristic mistakes. I, I don't want to take anything away from Shaftesbury because we, no, we but like, uh, but like, yeah. for our from our point of view, they were three bad goals to concede, weren't they? Yeah. they I mean, to be fair to Shaftesbury, when we were two 0 up, when we were two 0 up, we hadn't played well. We were two 0 up, but dominant. Yeah. And yet, they kept going, kept going, came yeah. back they into they it. Never and gave never up. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, we'll give them credit. Where credit's due. Yeah. So it's four three now, and we're five minutes to go. And you think, oh, this is going to be a tough five minutes. But thankfully... <laughs> well, they missed, they missed the header as well. Do you, you remember that? What, 4-3? A 4-3. There's a, not a free header, but it's come in. He just put it past the post, and that would have made it 4 all. But luckily, he missed it. So. <laughs> but luckily, down the other end, another move. Uh, Louis Irwin's on as well. and a nice, There was a nice move down the left, and it ends up with Louis sort of running down the left wing. Yeah, it was it? You, you fed it to Murph. Murph held it up, ran down, played through Louis, cut the ball across, on coming... Callum Tom, that, that was the, that was by far the best goal to get, game on it. Yeah, I might actually have like stepped over it to let the yeah, yeah. Nice step over yeah it, it was good. Um, and Callum completes his hat trick. Yeah, no doubt, really, was it? He, <laughs> <laughs> he, was, uh, he turned up and um, yeah, I think he that was really. yeah that was that was the one moment in the game where you could say it was actually like good. It was quality, wasn't yeah, it? it? That, that it was like, like West were playing. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, so thankfully he scored that and then that was the end of the score. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we've won the game 5-3. Um, I mean, we've scored five for the second week in the row but the performances were vastly different. Completely different, yeah. Um, so we've got to take the bland performance into our rest of the season and not the Shaftesbury one. Okay, oh, I was going to say, you can see why Shaftesbury though were... Did they won the last four? Yeah, the four. Like, you can four, see. Four without conceding. Yeah, oh, yeah, nice. yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, without conceding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so other results from the weekend, and there's probably a couple in here that stand out. We need to talk about uh, Blanford four, Parley three, Bridport five, Wareham two, Corfcastle nil, Gillingham three, Hamrek nine, Portland Reserves nil, Holt nil, Swanage nil, and Murley uh, Sturnewton nil, Balty one, and. Murley 1, Sherborne 2. So obviously there's two that really stand out for us. I mean, Hamworthy, Wreck uh, scored 9, which we'll come back to. But, I mean, Cobham losing at home to Sherborne, that is a surprise. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I cannot believe it, to be honest. Um, I think Sherborne the week before had lost to bottom of the league, Stamets Newton, Newton. Um, and they go and beat top of the league. They would have been before the games yes. kicked off, yeah. Remarkable. Um, we've got to thank one of our own, Matt Watson, for uh, scoring one of the goals on that day. So Matt scored, yeah. Um, so yeah, thanks, Matt, if you're listening. Um, yeah, hadn't, the thing that I find so surprising is Cobham scored one goal at home. They've been they've been so free scoring this season. You know, they're two. Yeah, one and two are the top goals in his league. Both, both play for Merely. I think like the fourth Merely as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they definitely get the goals. They must have had, I guess they've had an off day, but, you know, well played Sherborne. I mean, that's a fantastic result for them and, you know, obviously helps us as well. Uh, Hamrek banged in nine, Ant. I mean, that's, a, that's what league type champions do, isn't it? Yeah, they're good, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Portland have been on a bit of a, like, a resurgence, haven't they? But, yeah, I mean... Obviously, I don't know, but I just assumed... Well, we, just... we hit seven passing the other week, so I guess... Yeah, I, I did hear a comment from Portland's manager that we were the only team that had actually 
Trumpston so far this yeah. year twice. Okay. But then obviously Hamrick going to do that. So no, they're having a bit of a blip. You know, it's a difficult time of the year this season when you're not going up and you're not going down. Trying to get players to play for you is yeah. difficult, I guess. So that leaves Hamrick top on 62 points. We're two points behind on 60, having played the same amount of games, and Cobham are on 59, just one point behind, having played a game more. Um, I guess we've got to mention it. We do have Hamrick on Saturday. We are without Callum Thompson and Louis Irwin. Um, we've had a bad performance last weekend. We had a very good one the weekend before. How are we going to be Saturday? Hopefully, all firing. Yeah, yeah, big well, game of the season really up to this point now, isn't it? Probably, for, well, even for the whole league. Um, merely it'll be waiting and, and hoping a, a draw um, yeah. yeah they wouldn't want Hamlet to win would they that's no, nice. they don't want either of us to win so yeah a massive game and hopefully we uh, we turn up and play yeah. yeah I mean obviously a win puts us in a very strong position a draw's not the end of the world to be honest because you know I mean I know you're still relying on them to slip up but you're still in it but I mean defeat is quite crushing yeah, for us at this defeat, point you know five points behind six games to go you want Hamrick to lose you know Three a times. third of it yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's not going to happen so yeah it's been a very difficult Saturday and you know a win a win is what we need so we've got to go for that Okay, so that's going to be a fantastic game at Alvington on, on Saturday. If you can get down there um, and help us on, it's a 3 pm kickoff. We'd love all your support to so come and cheer us on. Uh, the results in the Dorset Senior League uh, this weekend were Bemster 1, Cranbourne 1, Corfman 3, Chickle 4, Dorch Sports 0, Mere 2, Tisbury 12, Poolborough 0, um, Wincanton 0, Broadstone 1. So the reserves are top of the league. Uh, they are on 50 points that is 6 points ahead of 2nd place Mir have played the same number of games they are 12 points ahead of 3rd place Tisbury but Tisbury do have 3 matches in hand so if they win them all they will only be 3 points behind so with 4 games to go it is still pretty tight but 10 points from 4 games at this stage sees us home so good luck to reserves for the rest of the season uh, they've got a free weekend this weekend coming so they'll all be down at Alvington cheering on the first the under 18s also don't have any more league games they'll be busy cheering on uh, preparing for their cup final which is on Sunday the 5th of May at Bridgewater Town Football Club if you can get out there please come and support and okay just a couple of other little things we ought to mention then really uh, we're not going to dwell on anything too much but and the worst has happened for you I'm afraid <laughs> It's been inevitable for a while, hasn't it? Uh, I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it's bad, isn't it? I, I don't want to go They're going to have to have big... Well, a lot of players are going to be sold, aren't they? They need to, because there's like... Well, they, Mitrovic will go, obviously, but like Seri's on a big contract. That mate from Marseille, uh, holding mid. I, yeah, it's just been a mess, hasn't it? <laughs> been a complete mess. So, um, yeah, thankfully... I, I'd, it look it doesn't look great now either, does it? I don't think for Fulham. I think they're going to. Um, it's a hard league to come back up from. Um, yeah, as as there are big teams down there who've shown who've been there for a long time. The Leeds, Middlesbroughs, Villas. You know, there's plenty of them who still to get back up. But there are teams who've successfully gone down, come up over a few years. West Brom, Burnley, and then managed to have a sustained run. So you never know with the parachute payments. Who are you? I mean, if the money's invested wisely, it could go well. Who would you like to see as manager? 
Oh, I, don't, I don't know. We had this, yeah, we you mean you Scott Parker an option, or do you want someone with a bit of experience to get you out of the championship? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't want to contradict myself. Neil Warnock. Yeah, well, I don't, honestly, I'd have Neil Warnock. He gets people up, doesn't he? But then, but then, I, I also, you also want to see younger managers getting a chance, don't you? So, yeah, do you know what? Darren Way. Oh, <laughs> for listening, Darren. <laughs> Nah, I, I, let's, uh, Scott Parker. Yeah, I'll, I'll be happy. Okay. Yes. I don't. Yeah, I think Scott Parker because I don't realistically, Fulham won't come straight back up next year. So what's the? There's no harm of having Scott Parker, you know, out there for a year and then go from there. I think. The only other person I'd want is Ikanovic, but I, I doubt he's going to come back. So seems well, unlikely. Realistically, who, who's out there? You know, we could get a fossil in, like you know, Pardew. You don't want, you don't want that. You don't want Allardyce. I don't think Allardyce would do it. So yeah, just give it a, give it a Scott. Mm. Okay. Uh, one for you then, Henry. Um, Ollie is now at the wheel permanently. Lost three out of the last four. Should he be at the wheel permanently? I'm happy for him to be there. Personally, I think he'll give him the job too early. But you know, who else would I want there instead? Pochettino. Yeah, but I, I'm still not sure that Poch is going to go there. So I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not going to think the unthinkable. Um, I'm happy for Ollie to be there. You know, if this time, you know, when we were midway through Jose's reign this season, for us to say we were challenging the top four, we would have taken that. So, I mean, they've lost three out of the last four. Then three out of the next four games of Barcelona twice and City. So they could have lose six or seven out of eight. I mean, that looks a bit different then, doesn't it? Yeah, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's so difficult because. <laughs> Going back, we shouldn't be as far as we are in the Champions League looking back early in the season. So is the mistake saying we're not going to appoint anyone to the summer and appointing someone now? I think you're right with that. Is, was there any need to appoint him now? No, there was zero need. No need. Isn't it, was, it was, yeah. Why have they done it? I, I, I can't answer that. Yeah. No, nobody knows. Because he, he's not going to go anywhere else. It's such a horrible one, isn't it? Because... You couldn't not give him a job, right? You couldn't, but... But you could you, after, like, six, yeah. seven defeats and eight. But as United fans, are you happy? I'm not sure. That, that, and that, that's it, isn't it? It's generally... How many years has he signed for? Do you know? Three? Three, three full seasons after this one. So it is a long time, really, for someone that you're not sure about. Yeah. <laughs> but, then, but then if they gave him a one-year contract, it says it all then, doesn't it? So... Okay, um, right, so going back to the relegation areas then. So Cardiff, they're not down yet, but... They're going to go down. They're, okay, I think, I think we probably all agree on that. They're going to go down. Relegation battles, a bit of a damp squid this year, if we're honest about it. But they were 1-0 up against Chelsea Saturday. They a goal, conceded a goal, which is so far offside, it's untrue. I mean, if there's ever an argument for VAR, that was it, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so, and... Um... It's poor, isn't it? It's, it's poor. I know Carragher did that. Do you see that piece Carragher did? Um, oh, he does the, the it, VAR. Yeah. And, and the, like William does block the yeah. line from zoo. It, it, but I think it just calls for VAR. Just help, just help him out because it, it, those sort of mistakes are, are so costly. I mean, what, I mean, yeah. The, I mean, it's a, if you think about it as a linesman's job anyway if you, you've got to be looking 40 yards to your left for example to see a bloke kicking the ball and at the same time you've got to be looking 40 yards straight ahead of you it's a physical impossibility it's something you cannot possibly do so I mean it's just calling for it and one, one error that one goal doesn't send Cardiff down probably it's the whole season but it does change games you know and the fact that they conceded another one might have been because of the 
whatever. But it's, yeah. it's, it's just a huge error, and Warner could be pointing for that. Well, yeah, let, let's, if Cardiff were to have won that game, you know, they would only be two points off of getting that regula- reg- yeah. relegation. Yeah, yeah. So massive win. Yeah, it's ifs and buts, isn't it? You know. The thing is, like someone pointed out, didn't they? I think Cardiff had an offside goal at home to Everton or something. Yeah. So it, it, <laughs> it was. They, I think it might have been Watford, but yeah, they had one. Each. Like I say, yeah. Warnock's not calling for VAR on that one, is he? Yeah, yeah. I think I think VAR for things like that are needed because, it, like you said, it's like factual. Yeah. Is he offside? I, don't get me wrong. I know you can get into the the, the fine lines when it's minute, but that that's clear as day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I do. I do feel for. I feel for officials because there's so much pressure on them, and when things happen in real, like real moments, it's so quick and yeah, fast. And nine times out of ten, they get it right. Y- yeah. So, yeah. I think. I mean, it's a long time ago. There's a study back along, and like I say, it's a physical impossibility for a linesman to look. 40 yards in one direction and straight across at the line as well. You can't do it. But they analysed Premier League ref- uh, lines with decision. It was about 96% correct. I mean, yeah. that's stati- if you go statistically, it should be about 50 because it's a you know you're yeah. basically guessing. So you talked about uh, a centre midfielder who had 96% pass completion rate, <laughs> yeah. well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Got, or chance conversion yeah, yeah, yeah. or tackle tackles one or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, they'd be the ultimate player more or less. But there we go. Okay. Um, also, there was a cup final this weekend. Was it the Oh, I can't remember which one it was, EFL Trophy or the Czech Trade, Czech Trade Trophy, Portsmouth and Sunderland. Um, I know one of, or a few of our members of our club are fans of the, the less victorious side out of that. He but went as well, can he? <laughs> he, he may have gone, and we're not talking about for that, but I, what I was, reason I was bringing it up, but it's the second biggest attendance in Europe after Barcelona's home game over the weekend, which for two League One sides is, you know, says a lot about their, maybe they're being in the wrong division. Yeah, I think two clubs that have been owned poorly and, and, and a lot of mismanagement. Yeah, and it's wasn't it um, as well that the, the tickets hardly of them ever went to like corporate because you know usually in like cup finals and matches, UEFA whoever the organisation is usually take like their corporate section so they can bribe. But <laughs> with them, they allegedly, just, allegedly, <laughs> um, but it was just complete, more or less completely split, wasn't it? And yeah, what a what an advertiser you know it, almost for the FL that is the perfect final it could have been yeah, those two sides yeah. wouldn't it yeah. Yeah. I mean there was rumours of conspiracy for the draw but I mean, <laughs> thanks for adding to that and I'm sure it's perfectly fair just like everything else uh, anyway congratulations to Portsmouth and unfortunately that's Sunderland's sixth successive Wembley defeat but never mind okay couple of questions for you then when you go to the cinema or the theatre whichever one of your things which armrest is yours do you know I was thinking this the other day. Uh, it's the one on your left. Is it? It's the one on your right. Do you walk into an aisle with an armrest there? <laughs> yeah. Do you have to avoid an armrest? No, to so sit there's, down? there's always an armrest on the end, but there's also oh. one on the other end. So it's the left end, isn't it? Oh, no, because no, there's one on the other end as well. Uh, <laughs> so, or do the people on the ends get two? Yeah, they pay. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, they've got an aisle seat, they deserve it. Uh, left. Uh, I'm going to say right. I'm not sure there's a correct answer to that. Well, here we go. On a pub table, it's usually on the left, isn't it? Uh, No, I think your drink is technically to your right. Is it? Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) If you were laying it in a posh thing, I think it'd be on your right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Okay, and one other one then. What was the best thing before sliced bread was invented? What year was sliced bread? 1928. Were you around? (laughs) No. uh, Did my research. I'm going to say. Marmalade. When was marmalade invented? Where? When? 
don't know, but I watched Paddington recently. It's made the darkest Peru by his grandparents. Uh, I'm going to say the umbrella. Okay. Not like steam locomotion or anything like that, or aeroplanes, flight or anything. No, 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 an umbrella. Not the wheel, nothing, no. Uh, umbrella. Yeah, dog leaf. Fire, anything like that. <laughs> okay, we, we know what Henry doesn't like. He doesn't like getting wet. Fair enough. <laughs> Okay, that's it for us this week. Uh, Join us next week when we will discuss this weekend's big fixture and hopefully we'll be doing it with a smile on our faces. Of course, as you know, we're available on Apple, Google, Spotify and all other good podcast providers, so please subscribe and give us a nice rating if you can. Uh, We'd love for you to get in touch. You can use the hashtag WFCPod on Twitter or contact us via any of our social media outlets. You can send us a voice memo if you'd like and if you've got a question, we'd love to hear you asking it in your own voice on our podcast. I'd like to thank Anne and Henry for their time and say up the sports for this weekend please come and give us a big cheer on Saturday afternoon